1: The following production is brought to you by the Talkin' Buds Leaf Show.
0: Talkin' Buds Leaf Show. How's it going, everybody? I'm Rob. He's Ryan. I think I should just do a disclaimer off the top here and say... I'm down pretty bad when it comes to my Leaf fandom right now. I expressed last episode that I do get self-conscious about the amount of negativity that you and I let flow here on this pod. And I don't want to be someone where it's just like wham wah cry fest no, on every single had, episode. We've, we've had
1: some similar episodes over the past couple couple weeks
0: but we are stringing together the cry fest here because i'm sorry like it's really really hard to feel good about this hockey team right now and obviously the biggest story coming out of saturday night's game against the senators is the morgan riley ridley gregs situation and i'm having a difficult time getting like fired up about it because while i Obviously you and I are kind of old school in the sense that like, we love a response like that and proud of Mo for not letting, um, someone named Ridley Greg show you up like that at the end of a game. Yeah. But someone named Ridley Greg felt confident enough to do that and show you guys up because the Ottawa senators just won the season series against the Maple Leafs. The 28th place Ottawa senators just won the season series against the Maple Leafs. So, I'm all for Mo giving a response. And, like, where is this coming from, though? Like, are people...
1: Because I haven't been on Twitter at all. So are people just having an argument on Twitter about... It's
0: a debate about...
1: Like, people are like, nice, Riley took his head off. And then you have the other group being like...
0: That's a dirty play. That's a
1: dirty play. Now he's going to get suspended for four... I, I guarantee it's like four or five games for that. Maybe even more. Maybe even six.
0: Well, at the end of the day, like... Do we think Riley responding like that is going to galvanize the rest of the core group in any way? No. No. But I.
1: No. I. Do we I,
0: think Mitch Marner is going to change the way he plays one iota because Morgan Riley did that at the end of the game? No, I don't.
1: No, I don't. And that's a shame too. And that's 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 an absolute shame because I'm I'm in the old school. I I loved it. I loved it. I mean, did he did he have to go as high as he did with his stick? No. But. I mean, like, that's what we've been complaining about for years is watching these guys just take L's and get embarrassed and do nothing about it. So I'm I'm super proud of Morgan Riley for doing that. And what I found more interesting more than anything is Sheldon Keefe's comments after the game where he kind of just doubled down on, I'm happy Morgan Riley did that. I'm happy he kind of cross-checked the guy right in the head. Like, I thought that was kind of... That was kind of shocking in a way, like he backing Mo like that.
0: Yeah, th- that's all well and good, but it's, but yeah, you're right. It's not it's not going to do anything. It's no. not going to galvanize anybody. Can we can we like yes, have a response? Hundred percent. In no way, I want to be abundantly clear. No way am I sitting here saying like I'm criticizing Morgan Riley or anything like that. I'm just. I'm not gonna let the situation at the end of the game erase the fact that they lost to a shitty team again. Well, yeah, you just you can't trust them. No, and it's like it's it's just every night. Like being a fan of this team right now is not fun. It's not fun watching this these games. They can't get out of their own end. They can't. They they turn the puck over like crazy in the neutral zone. All the goaltending has come back to back down to earth. Martin Jones terrible against the Ottawa Senators. They're one and done in the offensive zone. If the big boys don't score, nobody scores. And even then, it's like how many times last night again in the offensive zone, Mitch Marner, it's just the pass is right there. Shoot the puck, but no, we're going to curl back around. We're going to try some silly street hockey behind the back between the legs play. And it's like there's a clip on Twitter last night of Connor McDavid. The Oilers are down 2 nothing to the LA Kings and he goes back to the bench he breaks his stick because he's so angry that they're losing to the shit hockey team. It's like, you don't see that out of these guys. Well, you saw it out of Morgan Riley last night. Well, uh, fine, but, but you don't see it out of the core
1: group. Yeah, I know, exactly. So I think, I when, mean, I think Morgan we'll see it out of
0: the big guys. I think Morgan whatever.
1: Riley doing that that's the right guy to do something like that right if if ryan reeves did that then it wouldn't have as much impact he'd be like oh there's ryan reeves taking a stupid penalty but i do get what you're saying that it's not it's not gonna rub off on anybody like it should because that's the point of mcdavid when mcdavid does it it's supposed to rub off on other players and it does because he's their best player yes and morgan riley is one of the Leafs' player best players on this team he's having an incredible season he's their best defenseman by he's having mile. an incredible offensive season there are some nights where he doesn't make the best plays but that that just comes with guys who are offensive defensemen but like that's that's the right guy doing the right thing but the problem is it's, it's when McDavid does it it's it's rubbing off on the whole Oiler team but when Morgan Riley does it we're gonna watch them come out on Tuesday against the Blues and not do that
0: no it's and not going to be. Long. It's going to be
1: the same old, same old. Kind of. They might have a good game where everyone scores and it's a good time, but there's also a serious possibility that they come out and they just are flat again.
0: And it's like it. It, it adds up. It's like we should have made a coaching change by now. We haven't. So it's the same bullshit. That like I can't watch this team in their own zone anymore. Scramble to try and get the puck out. Nobody can complete a pass. The breakout is by happenstance. Sometimes they get it out because the other team isn't pressuring them. So they're able to get the puck out. If they can get it through the neutral zone without turning it over, it's a fucking miracle. And then when they get across the other team's blue line, it's a one and done offensive chance. You look at the the Dallas game earlier this week. Who scores the goals? The big four, because they can't get any. Max Domi. Got some. He got one goal against the Senators and he got another one that was taken away because it was offside. But still, there's no depth. It's just the same bullshit every night. And it's really hard to come on here and, like, analyze, like, well, what if they did this? What if they did that? It's like, no, no. This comes back to the thing we said last week. It's like, I don't understand how people can sit and say, well, you got to go all in and build around this core. It's like, there's not, There, guys, like, there's like five or six pieces missing here. Yeah. It's... When are we gonna hold Brendan Shanahan accountable? When are we gonna sit and say this guy it this hasn't worked with Brendan Shanahan? I'm at the point where it's like fire them all, get rid of Shanahan. Sorry, Brad, I know you just got here, but you're Shani's guy, so it kinda is what it is. And get rid of Sheldon Keefe. This 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 whole operation needs a major overhaul. The whole thing. Tyler Bertuzzi, we talked about him last week. Guys lost, can't do anything out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been week after week after week after week of complaining about what's wrong with this team. And we all know what's wrong with this team, so I don't need to say it again. But I mean, if you're if we're going to focus off that for a second, I think just if you're going to look up on, on a one-off scenario that isn't about this team as a whole, I think you could do a sports psychology experiment on how the Ottawa Senators just turn into a completely different hockey team against the Leafs. This team is... Almost a dead last in the Eastern Conference. I'm watching them last night. It's like they could just, they know they could have their way with this team and they do it and they've proved it all year. It's like, how how does this happen? It's because, how does this happen against this? Like, how, how, like, so much swagger that team has. And you're right. The guy at the end of the game could just go down, rip a clapper because he can and he knows he can. And I mean, they didn't know that Morgan Riley was going to cross check him in the face, but it's pretty, it's pretty wild that a team who has been struggling all year, who has just been a massive disappointment, who just also, if you listen to other analysts talk about them, play the kind of the same way the Leafs play. They, they have horrible defensive breakdowns. They give up leads. And I'm watching them last night and they look like, They all have the, like, their their swaggers on 100. Yep. and It's it's
0: crazy. They know they can go out there. They can win battles along the boards. They can forecheck in the neutral zone and take the puck back. They can, it's just because this Leaf team is just not, it's it's uninspired. It's one thing. I think no one is running from the fact that overall, this is one of the least talented teams in terms of, like, overall roster that has existed.
1: Everybody can agree with that.
0: Yes, that has existed in the Matthews era. I don't think anybody's running from that. But I think what, where it gets frustrating and difficult to watch is you've got the lack of talent, but if, if they were, if you could just watch them on, on a nightly basis and go, this team is not super talented, but man, they leave it all out there every night. And some nights they just don't get the saves from their goaltending or they, the, the defense is no good. And like, you're not going to, you can only do so much with a bunch of AHLers on your blue line. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? That's just what it is. But man, this team, they work their ass off every night. That is not, they lose to the Ottawa Senators because the Ottawa Senators work harder than them. And how many times in this era have we sat here and gone, they got outworked. They got outworked. They look like they did not want to be there. They're disinterested. They make stupid plays. They're not into it. It's just over and over and over and over again. Yeah, watching them play it's the same thing with the Sabres too. It's it's pretty
1: wild how these two teams at the bottom of the league. Can I'm just... watching
0: the highlights this morning, and they're saying they have the worst record against non playoff teams of any team currently in a playoff spot.
1: Yeah. I mean they've beaten a lot of West team. I'm kind of going through the schedule here. They've beaten a lot of Western conference teams this year, but they like they've gotten slapped a couple times by the Sabres. Like Ottawa's embarrassed them. They can't beat Boston. Like they, uh, it's it's kind of they're they're a weird 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 hockey team. They're not how very these, good. How these last place teams who are just massive disappointments on a nightly basis can just come out and look like playoff teams against them, and just have so much confidence against them, it's, you, it's ridiculous. It is.
0: It is ridiculous. But it's the same. It's pretty. It's pretty on brand, and it's the same thing that's existed. Yeah, it's been like this for years. Yeah, it's been yeah, like this for years. Like they just don't. Years. They don't. They're not into playing these, these quote unquote bottom bottom feeder teams. And and it's it's you know what's you know what's getting
1: hard too is finding a positive in in anything. And maybe that's just our own fault for not being positive human beings. But I've I heard a take that I didn't mind. It was for years the the division's been so bad that. They, like, last year in November, they knew they were making the playoffs and they were playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they were locked into a playoff spot all year. And a couple of years previous to that, they've been locked in a playoff spot pretty much all year. So I heard the take that maybe them playing hard hockey, like the Florida Panthers did last season, all the way to the end, could be, like, a benefit going in to the playoffs. And, and I heard that. I'm like, that. honestly, that's a great, well-thought-out take by somebody. But the problem is, is, I just don't believe it. And this kind of goes back to Morgan Riley hitting someone and it rubbing off on the other team. I just don't, I just can't believe any positive spin that's going on with this hockey team. Because you just, you just can't, you just don't trust them. No. The trust is gone between the fan base and the team and me and the team. Like, I just don't trust that they're going to do anything right. Even at the deadline, do I trust them to make the right Decisions going forward are they gonna Give up a bunch of things for Chris Tanev Like I don't I don't I'm, know I'm I don't really, trust them
0: I'm really worried about that and I'm really Worried about Brendan Shanahan Forcing Brad like the Right thing to do here is to leave It alone get to the offseason Assess Everything get Sheldon Keefe the fuck out of here And kind of Say all right we need to do a complete forensic Audit and overhaul of this roster but I am very, very, very worried that Brendan Shanahan and Bradtree Living are going to have some knee jerk thing because it's good for business to get into the playoffs, not win a round, not contend for a Stanley Cup. But man, oh man, are we going to miss out on that revenue if we don't get into the first round? So you know what? Let's trade uh, Easton Cowan and Fraser Minton for fucking Chris Tanev. That's like I'm down bad with every aspect of this organization right now. Yeah, unless they can come up with an absolute whammy out of nowhere and actually get an effective player
1: and maybe you have to give up something to get an effective player, but Chris Tanev and then some of the names on the
0: board right now do not fit that bill. No, and the prices for them are going to be astronomical. So you're kind of sitting there going like. (sighs) They have a lot of
1: double. Like You're going to see a lot of the same teams here. In, in February too, like they play the Blues twice, the Golden Knights twice, the Coyotes twice, and it's just like I, I they play the Golden Knights twice. Yeah, yay! Yeah, they I, never play great against the the Coyotes either. No. no. Like and then they got Colorado sandwiched in there, and we can watch a display of what a real hockey team looks like. Yeah, this
0: is what I mean, man. It's like I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not gonna pretend anymore. I'm not gonna. That, sit that's here. a
1: tough schedule. Yes, man. that's a
0: tough schedule. Yes, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend anymore. Like, oh well, if they just do this and they just do that, it's like no, there are problems rife right throughout this organization. Sad man. Like it's just it like it it's is just sad. like. It... Why did why why
1: did this all like? And you're right, it all does go back to. Brendan Shanahan, because it's like, why is this? Like, this is like year six, year seven. It's like, come, on, like, how did we get this far without.
0: Pivoting at some point and being like, because Brendan Shanahan has been swallowed up by the corporate culture that exists within Maple Leaf and Sports Center, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, and what he what he cares about is hitting the margins and hitting the targets. And they need to make the playoffs. And and all all the kids, like all the young guys, they sell the jerseys, they do whatever. I can't believe I've come I've come to this take now where it's like, I'm, they don't care about winning because the building's full. But like that's kind of what I'm saying here. Like, what there's no sense. He, it's just keep it keep the team sort of in the same spot they're in and not address the fact that it's just, it jumps off your TV screen that this group of players with this coach and this management team ain't it. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. And we're just going to keep doing this fucking same song and dance, and like I said, it'd be one thing if they, it was just an off year talent wise, but man, they left it out there every night and they're battling. And well, at they, the end they, of the they've s- never been like that. Exactly. They've never been like, exactly. That. And you just watch it. And it's like, what, what is happening here? I can't watch another turnover in the fucking neutral zone. I can't watch another one and done offensive chance. I can't watch more shitty off defensive zone play. I can't watch average goaltending anymore. I can't watch a fucking guy behind the bench losing his mind last night on, on officials, and it's like, buddy, your team stinks. Shut up.
1: Yeah, and then coming out with kind of an, a, a passive, well, I wouldn't even say passive aggressive, like a, a a tone with the media that he was sticking up for Mo, and it just looked like his his face went all tomato red and... He's a guy hanging on for dear life. He is
0: hanging, and he should be hanging on for dear life. He should have never fucking been back. But again, Mister Status Quo, up, uh, uh, Mister Shanahan, Mister Status Quo, we're not going to do anything. You guys should have never been back. Like it's it's so long overdue. Yeah, it's like I I I'm sitting here this morning, racking my brain before we come on here. I'm like, well, what can we really dig into? The it's like, what's the point? What's the point of coming on here and going? Well, let's talk about why Tyler Bertuzzi stinks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm down bad. I'm down bad, ladies and gentlemen. I am in a dark fucking place with my Toronto Maple Leaf fandom right now. Yeah. Dark place. Yeah,
1: it's just been a it's been a tough year. It's been a tough season. It's
0: not fun. It's not, I'm not <laughs> enjoying when yeah. I sit down to watch this team on a nightly basis. I'm not excited. You and I have been doing this podcast for six years, and I have loved every second about it. And this is the first season in all six of those years where ahead of doing an episode, I'm kinda like I like I don't want to say I'm not looking forward to it. I'm kind of sitting going, We're just gonna talk about the same thing again that we've talked about the last four episodes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to again, I, I talked about maybe taking a positive spin. Couple minutes ago, and you just—it's hard to do it because you just—you don't trust anybody. You don't trust them to do anything right. You know what's going to happen because it happens every year, and that's why it's so frustrating. Because here we are in year seven, year six, and it's just like, what else could you see? Like all the evidence is there. If this was a court case, it'd be over two years ago. Like as soon as they lost to Montreal, like it, it was. It was over. You knew that this, all the evidence was there that this doesn't work, and here we are still doing it. So yeah. it's just that's what's so perplexing. It's just at some point you gotta, you gotta just move on. You gotta try something new. You gotta do something. But I mean, instead, we're signing guys to eleven and a half million dollar deals,
0: and and Morgan Riley is gonna eat a four. Three, I could I, I, I say he gets like six. He's gonna eat. He's gonna eat a potential lengthy suspension, and for what? Is that going to change one? Is that going to change the way this team plays at all? The fact that he did that. Nope. No, no, nope. You just had the schedule up. The Arizona Coyotes, awful hockey team. Know, I, do we see a scenario where they go out there no. and and, and, when and they, run when they, through the Arizona Coyotes? No.
1: When they go to Arizona, they always struggle, and then they and then before the deadline, they play the Sabers, which we all know what happens when they play them, and they play the Bruins twice. Exactly. Like, do we think
0: like if I thought that the end of the game against Ottawa what would be a galvanizing moment for this team. I think I'd be way more fired up about it, but I'm just not. It doesn't make a difference. It's not going to make a difference. It's going to be the same thing night in and night out, and we're just going to keep running it out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, by kind of going around in circles, like it's just, I don't even know. I don't even know. There's nothing they could do
0: either. Like, what are we gonna come on here and talk about moving the lines around again? Yeah. Like it's just gonna be the same thing. And like I said, the, the goaltending, like Martin Jones was really good. He's come he's come right back to Earth. I thought he was brutal last night against the Senators. He killed them. Like when they did get a little bit of momentum, he would let in a softy and it just takes the life right out of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the one wrist shot from the point, it did get like kind of redirected. I don't know, like yeah, he wasn't great, but there was also a their back pressure on the back. Oh, it's just like that. There's there's guys just wide open all the time for rebounds. Like the first goal, it's like Martin Jones made an unbelievable save, and then all of a sudden Giroud's just out front. And he by can himself. forehand, backhand by himself at that point. What's Martin Jones gonna do? Yeah. Why is this guy all alone in front of the net? Like, what is he doing? And it's just what what are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they they're sucking. That's what they're doing. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Doing. They they never they never pick up their man. They never get back fast enough. They're never hard enough on the guy's stick. They're never tight enough
0: to close the gap. It's just it's it's ridiculous. It's a team that looks completely disinterested, and it's a coach that can't get them to play a more structured style. They lack talent to play a structured style, so it's just yeah, we're just going in circles here. It's S- same. You
1: just have to hope that. On Tuesday, they have the same performance as they did against Dallas, where all of a sudden all the guys who make all the money show up and score all the goals. But even yeah, but that, even against,
0: that's the that's the, the that's the only way the way this the team only is, it's the only way they win. Yeah. You're right. That's the only way they win. They is is the the big boys have to lift them to a W. Yeah, uh, score all the goals because I thought they were lucky to win that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean what that was that was just a classic. That was as leafy as a game as you could get. Mm-hmm. Like that was classic Maple Leaf hockey, right there. Which was a very exciting hockey game, I will say that. But it's, I don't know, yeah, I don't it's know. It's
0: just tough to to envision them, like they're hanging on to a playoff. What, what spot. can they
1: do? Like, what can they do to come on? So we don't have to come on here and complain anymore. Like, what other than fi- like say that the firing the coach is out of the question? Okay, they're they are not firing the coach. Which actually, like, if they if they go on a a bad run here before March eighth. I feel like it is possible, but what, what can they do? Can they do anything for us to come on here and just have more of a positive
0: mindset other than firing the coach? Like, what can they do? Well, therein lies why I'm down bad today, because when I think about that exact question, I'm just like, I don't know what they can do because a leopard doesn't change its spots. It's the same thing with these guys. They play a certain way. They play a certain style. This core group in the entire time they've been here has been subpar against teams that are beneath them in the standings. You couple that with the fact that the overall the talent's not there, the goaltending's average. Like, sure, Tree Living, like, realistically, what is a deal that Brad Tree Living can make that's going to change the DNA of this team by March 8th? Nothing. Like, even even if he does do the thing we don't want him to do and overpay for Chris Tanev, is that going to make a tangible difference to how this team looks every night? No. Is that gonna... Is that... Is bringing in Chris Tannev gonna change the fact that your bottom six stinks? And Tyler Bertuzzi is lost. Well, it's not even no. that. It's like,
1: is it going to change the fact that your core players just don't show up in the big games either when it matters? Like, well, that, the, that's
0: the ultimate issue of this hockey. And that's the thing, right? Because people are watching us and they'll go, well, what are you talking about? Like, Matthews scored a goal. I thought overall, like, Matthews and Marner were okay, but it's like, right, but they're not... It's more than just that. Like, Look at McDavid and Drysettle. Like, if you look, I think that has really shone a light this year. Since Chris Knobloch came in, McDavid and Drysettle have bought into maybe if I get less points and play a more complete game, 200-foot game, we can win here. And we can go on a cup run. And we can get the rest of the team to buy in. And we can be leaders and get this team to follow us. And you just watch these guys and you don't see that. I've said this about them forever. There's one way that they want to play hockey. And if they can't play hockey that way, they're completely ineffective. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of that they can
1: do is somehow that so-called depth we're talking about starts doing something, which at this point, I mean, because these guys haven't been here for the six years I've been alluding to all episode. These guys are here. year. This is their first year here. They're, they haven't had a great year. They haven't gotten off to a good start. They've never gotten it back on the rails somehow if... Max Domi can just find the back of the net a couple more times and Nick Robertson can find the net a couple more times. That's the only only thing I can think of that could happen to this team that somehow could make everybody feel
0: a little bit better, but it's just right now it looks like
1: that's not going to happen.
0: I know it sounds like I'm going in circles here, but one thing that I've learned in all the years of doing this and putting content out there is you have to be abundantly clear with your take because people interpret it in all kinds of different ways. No one is saying that there isn't a lack of talent here with the depth pieces on this team. There absolutely is. The problem is, is just the, the uninspired play that happens against these bad teams consistently. Like I've said, if they, if they just lost because they didn't get the bounces or whatever, that'd be one thing. But this is, I I said earlier, they have the worst record against non-playoff teams of any team currently in the playoffs in the league. That tells you all you need to know right there.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more.
0: All right, we got to get out of here. We've just been saying the same thing over and over. A bit of a short episode today. We're gonna keep an eye out and see. What see, I don't True think it's Living a sweet,
1: This was our normal length of episode, and then this year it's been such a shit show. Yeah, that we've been that we've been coming on and here and adding another fifteen minutes because we're just throwing an absolute spaz.
0: I apologize for the for the stream of negativity. I really do, but it's it's hard. Like I said, I'm down bad. I'm not in a good place when it comes to this hockey team right now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I don't know what to do. I, It's just this this management of this team, the president of this team just seems content to just keep running the same thing over and over again, running the same thing out there over and over again. Excuse me, despite overwhelming results that it doesn't fucking work. And that's from the coach all the way on down. It's just it's really, really tough. But we're Leaf fans and we're going to stick it out like we always do. And we're going to keep going here no matter what happens. We're in it till the end.
1: All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> thanks, yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
0: Thanks so much for checking us out, everybody. If you like what you see, hit the like and subscribe button below.
1: Spread the word, tell your friends.
0: We'll catch you guys next time.